Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe, clearing my voice right into the microphone as you're talking. <laughs> it's always. Hello, everyone. I'll mark that bad boy. Uh, 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 that. It's a good. That I was gonna. I was gonna try and think of a segue between coughing and this movie. Uh, Oh well, uh, before we do, before we get into this this movie, I would just like to give a shout out to a very special listener in Davenport, Iowa. Uh, I, I don't want to to name names or blow up their spot, but I just want to say I'm thinking of you, and I hope that one day maybe we could take an omnibus to Jeffy's and try their famous meatloaf sando together. You know who you are, and I'm going to find you in Davenport, Iowa. <laughs> Cocksucking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was on the nose. I, that, that was a little more on the nose than I expected. <laughs> uh, also, I'd like to get uh, one other thing out of the way. It has nothing to do with Iowa. <laughs> um, uh, this will be the last week for the, uh, the little exorcist contest we're running here. Uh, so I just want to shout out Warner Brothers again for for doing this for us and uh, celebrating its 50th anniversary. The Exorcist remains one of the greatest thrillers ever. The film that changed the way the genre def- is defined is <laughs> now available in stunning 4K. Look for The Exorcist on 4K Ultra HD. Shoot us an email, Sean at I Hate Horror. Let us know your oldest or fondest Exorcist memory from watching it and. Uh, we will be giving out prize codes to uh, those some special winners out there, and you'll get a free digital copy of the movie, uh, yeah, which is a great movie send to watch. One. It's too, yeah, it's too bad we couldn't send one to David Gordon Green. <laughs> I mean, he for sure didn't see it. So, <laughs> um, also, I'm pretty sure Quentin Tarantino directed this film with all the foot footage of they fucking showed in it i've never seen more feet in my fucking life (laughs) i got a little man pervert i I honestly like i don't people probably are gonna say you you just went into this hating it i wanted to like this i i honestly still want to like argue for some of the halloween movies just to be a contrarian because i like being a contrarian so i went into this like rooting for it this it's like 
so frustrating because it's not even so bad that you can just tear it apart. It's just the most bland vanilla piece of shit I've ever watched. It's so boring. It felt like a Lifetime movie, except I'd much rather watch a Lifetime movie. It just didn't feel like a, a studio film. This was like a really uh, upsetting movie to watch. Uh, uh, so, okay. So we've done Exorcist 1 and 2. So they're fresh in our minds. Yep. So, okay. So listen, I'm a fucking sucker for like, for like Hollywood horror movies. Like I'm so excited for Saw X. I still haven't seen it, so I'm not that excited, but I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> going to the movies is a chore though. So, but I am like super excited for Saw X. I love all of the corny movies. Give them to me. And and as somebody mentioned in your uh, live stream last night, which I think we'll do a bonus episode on. I want kind of want to talk about Texas Chainsaw too. Uh, but Joe did Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and then I showed up and randomly brought up how much I did not like this movie, and somebody was like, "Oh, you were so excited for it," which yeah, I was. Uh, I I wanted to. Wa- I, I want. I would. I I would have been fine with like a cheesy Exorcist sequel. That just hit all the same notes. I wouldn't have honestly fucking cared. Um, but if we... <laughs> you know, we knocked Exorcist 2 for not having an exorcism in it. Um, this <laughs> one's pretty fucking close. Pretty fucking close to not having an exorcism. Actually, it'd be argued that there isn't an exorcism in this. I would 1,000% <laughs> argue and, and they have more people in there trying to perform one. It's honestly... 17 fucking people. <laughs> Shut this movie. This movie is like he's like, what if I make The Exorcist, but also make it equal parts Sophie's Choice and the fucking Avengers? Because that is what he did. Yes, yes, yes. He did. he did do that. Um, it's 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 um thoughtless. <laughs> uh, it it lacks anything really. Like, how mad would uh what's his name be? The original director. Friedkin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should start investigating to see if maybe somebody showed him uh, an early release of this. I, <laughs> that he just kicked the bucket. Maybe that, oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was just about to make that joke. I didn't realize that's where you were going. Yes. But that's the reason he just fucking died on the spot. Because <laughs> I fucking would. <laughs> you make a masterpiece and some guy's like, hey, I know the sequel sucked. So we're going to fix that for you. We're going to make a great sequel here. Here it is. And it makes no sense. Uh, I also think we joked that Pazuzu would show up and it was like, we, we made the joke that it would be Pazuzu again. Cause like that would be fucking asinine like, for that to happen. Idiotic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what guys? It's fucking Pazuzu. <laughs> And I'm shocked. I'm shocked they didn't use the name. I'm I'm really shocked I didn't hear the name uh in the movie. But you know, why why would why would anyone wanna show that? And and as always, six minutes in, uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen it, don't complain to us. We're talking about the movie, and I'm gonna say a very heavy spoiler right now. Bringing Linda Blair back in this movie, which people know that she's marketed as oh, yeah, yeah, back yeah. in this movie. What an enormous waste of my fucking time putting her in this movie. Hey, guess what? 
Linda Blair was like, read the script and was like, I don't really want to be in this movie. And <laughs> so they like, this is like David Gordon Green is just following this like nostalgia bullshit that's going on right now where you just fucking cast it, whatever. Linda Blair didn't want to be in it. So then they write this side part just so she'll do like a small thing for the movie. And it's like, we didn't well, need her that fucking That's not even a small bat. thing. That's not even a small thing. No. The, the idiot, dude. It's the last, last three seconds. Right? She didn't show up before that, right? No, correct. No, she didn't. Right, yeah, I'm sure like, I got we don't know if, missing We don't know if she's dead or not. <laughs> but shows also, up for her mom back, to get her br- eyes stabbed out. <laughs> bringing, bringing back Chris. Yes. Bringing back the mom to do to do nothing. Except, except, except get fucking blinded. By, by child. Also, why is she... She's not a priest. No, the, none of these people in this movie could perform actually perform an exorcism. Hey, Joe. By, by this movie's logic, you could just show up and be like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conduct one and just bring people in. Hey. And uh, even even Chris was like, oh, it's bullshit that in the first one they didn't let me perform it on, on my daughter. You were there, first of all, so you probably could have just asked... But also, that's not a thing because you need it. Like it's an actual ceremony, a religious ceremony. So I, I was gonna make fun of this person's name, but I realize now that it, I was mishearing it. Uh, Doctor B, B, I thought it was Beehive. Doctor Beehive, Be Beehive, Beehive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Well, I take back. Well, there goes like ninety percent of my jokes. Uh <laughs> But I thought her name was Dr. Beehive, and I was like, she's the one that's, like, doing most of it. I don't yeah, know why. A Catholic priest. I don't it's know Catholic, why. It's a Catholic tradition. You just call it something else then. It's and like I, a different movie. That's That was the weird part. So I think that they were trying, my guess, is that they were trying to be like, look, this happens in other religions, too. It's it's because, like, Chris mentions that and shit that's and, correct. like, stuff. Yeah. But, again, it's called the fucking Exorcist. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We we have a movie that set the standard that was like these <laughs> you need these fucking priests to come in and perform this and our priests are our heroes in the first film and uh, <laughs> the word in the title of the movie is specifically defined by one thing in in one religion like I find like I get that other religions have similar yeah. ideologies. Don't call it the Exorcist. Just make a movie about a possession and bringing all these different religions and cultures together to try and fight it. That's fine. Then that works. When you call it the Exorcist, <laughs> dude, they had a priest. They built up this priest, and he he didn't do. He, he fucking died. <laughs> dude, he didn't dude, do no. anything. <laughs> all right, so I don't even know where to. I don't even know if we want to go scene by scene for this. We could just like highlight. I don't. All. I don't, Sean. Because, because you know what? Like it sucks. It's so boring. It's one of those movies like. It's honestly pretty seldom on the show, but there's some movies that are so boring. I'm just like dreading talking about it. And I, I don't want to relive it. Yeah, and I don't even think it's boredom. I think it's uh I think it's just like blandness. I think I think we yeah. could I think we could fuck with a boring movie sometimes, but like bland is even worse because it's nothing fucking happens. And you want to talk about we're in 2023. Censorship is Way lower than it was in the 70s when they made the fucking Exorcist. And somehow, these demonic girls are the tamest fucking demons of all fucking time. They are 
I would say polite at most points in the fucking movie. I, I would agree. <laughs> the shit Reagan said is like, honestly obscene. Like makes you blush when you hear it. Now you you have two girls that are possessed in this movie. It should be like double the double the the impact. Like even even the way Reagan talked. I, I just I was pulling up the old notes because because some of the shit you're saying. She she was saying, uh, but even like when Pazuzu is calling Reagan a sow, that is like even that is f- like fucked kind of like even that it's just, like that's not a crude word or anything, but just referring to yourself as that is like I remember like that scene you're just like ooh like that's like Reagan is a fucking object. Stick your motherfucking cock up my ass, you cocksucker, was something she said, and then fucking spit green shit in a priest's face. <laughs> right, right. Like, and and this was just brutal. This was just brutally bland, very fucking bland. Uh, I don't know who they really made this for. I guess they made it for people that aren't going to watch The Exorcist. I, I mean, hey, it's already made $85 million off a $30 million budget, so... Yeah, all the fucking problem. Stop, stop <laughs> supporting this shit. <laughs> Just stop. It's fucking. Also, I love it. Listen again. I, I'll say it right now: movies are subjective because I posted something being like, "I hate this guy." After I watched it, and a couple people reached out to me and were like, "Wait, you didn't like this? Like, it was a big step up from Halloween." No, I, I'd rather watch the Halloween movies. I, I would rather watch all three, all three in a row. I would, I would rather watch the the Halloween movies because at least. <laughs> At least Michael did what Michael does. <laughs> like yes, yes. Michael kills people, and that's cool. I'm cool with that. Like that's what you're there to see. This we did not. I mean, I don't know. I I, I waver on some of the like the sequel stuff because at the end of the day, The Exorcist still exists. So it's like if you just I should just be able to like The Exorcist. Who cares about these sequels? But when you're making right. them, like sure. What the fuck? Like, now I got to sit through it. <laughs> this, this is kind of insane, but it, it almost made me appreciate, and by almost, it, it did, it made me appreciate Halloween ends a little more. Because, although I didn't agree with the final product, at least he did something to make it somewhat different. This is just a carbon copy, and it just failed on, on every level. Oh, yeah. No, this is like, this is, this is like the uh, Emily Rose it's like watching one of those exorcist movies, exorcism. Yeah. Movies, where you're just like. But I'd rather watch those. <laughs> who the fuck cares? Well, yeah, because like then they, they have a bigger playground, right? Like the exorcist, you're confined to certain things yeah, that we want to. You're confined to the exorcist. Right. <laughs> Fucking idiots, man. Just make it. That was always my. We've, we've talked about it since this show started. Yeah. Just make a movie and be like, I'm heavily inspired by the exorcist. Yeah. And that's fine. Then we know what to expect. Okay, you're paying homage. Yeah, but then when you when you make it an exorcist movie, like they're they're you're in a prison of the exorcist. They're, yeah. You have to like abide by those movies. I'd honestly rather have him re- just reboot the entire thing and ignore ignore the the previous movies. Yeah, because at least then we're yeah. fine. Like it, it, dragging Chris and Reagan into this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Chris performs a fucking exorcism. Like. Right. 
and fails because she's not an expert. Not at, least, at least that part where at least that part checks out. Uh, yeah, no, it's it it was it was uh it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Um, so okay, so they the had pl- an evil dies tonight moment shoehorned into this. Wh- which one was that? Was that the like when they like sh- get together? Is that what you meant by that? No, no, no. It's when the girl is chanting in the church. Oh, oh. In the, the body and the blood. The, the body, body and the blood, blood. The body and the blood. Which again. Shut the fuck up. A moment, a moment where you could really unleash some fucking hell. Because that, that's a cool concept. Get an, get a demonic, demonically possessed girl into a church. Like that's, there's a lot of shit you can do with that. You Think of how obscenely blasphemous Reagan was just strapped to a bed in a church a priest. Oh dude, a priest is reciting the Lord's prayer and she is interrupting him by saying, fuck him. This girl is walking into a church and that's all she is saying. And everyone's just like, Oh my God. Honestly, if that happened to me right now, I'd just be like, well, that, that kid's just, the parents are useless. Like kid just needs to be disciplined. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would not think she's possessed. I wouldn't think no. anything was wrong. I'm fucking loud <laughs> to see it. Which is fucking hilarious because after that scene is when they go, it just randomly cuts outside and somehow the parents are all outside, even though uh, Angela's dad is not uh, going to that church. But anyway, they're all outside and they're like, well, Angela's dad, uh, that scene made me fucking laugh, like not in a good way because Angela's dad's like, hey. I don't think anything the cops are saying makes any sense. And the parents are like, we agree. We think, and this is crazy. It might be demonic possession. And the guy's like, you're a fucking asshole. All right, buddy. So what, what do you think happened? (laughs) Like, what was this guy's idea? If it wasn't what the cops were saying, like, what did he think happened? Like it made, it was bizarre, but that church scene was also weird because, um, it's Angela and what's the other one's name? Not Jennifer. Uh, sorry, Catherine. 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 Uh, Catherine is sitting in the pews with her family. Her little brother and sister are like, "What's the deal with her?" Even though she's not doing anything, she's just like staring. Oh, oh she's picking up pamphlets with her fucking feet. Who's Fucking, this is the equivalent to those <laughs> fucking TikToks white women make that are like, oh, I'm so fucking nutty. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Put the peas on my head. <laughs> make that shit. This is the equivalent. You're like, uh, they cut to this like it's like, get a load of this. Look what she's fucking doing. And she's just picking up the pamphlets at the church with her fucking toes. Like, <laughs> idiotic shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I probably tried to do that in church. I, I got fucking screamed at, but <laughs> you know, fucking yeah. who fucking passing cared? that <laughs> passing that off is diabolical. <laughs> Give me a break, David. And she, do anything. And but does she masturbate in that church scene? Uh, if she did, I did not pick up. Okay, so it is. And by the way, that would not be a. Uh, alarming thing if you did not pick up on that because it was so subtle but like it felt like they did it because they wanted to be edgy but it cuts to a side view of the pew after she's done 
fiddling with her fucking feet. And she's sitting there and her hands moving a lot. And her brother and sister are like, what the fuck? But that's it. And that it cuts. And you don't, you don't actually like see anything. Cause like the brother and sister's legs are covering it and shit. But like, I was like, is this really what we're fucking doing? Like, don't even put this in. Right. right. David Gordon Green is fucking pissing me off. <laughs> pissing me the fuck off. I, I'm probably going to get heated during this. Because honestly, there were parts of this that made me really fucking mad. All right. So we meet at the beginning. We meet Victor. We meet his wife. I don't know his wife's name. Uh, <laughs> uh, Serena. Serene. Uh, they're in Haiti. They end up getting into a giant earthquake happens, which is a on their weird, honeymoon. What? They're on their honeymoon too. They're on their honeymoon. It is a, and she's, and pregnant. she's pregnant, but it's a weird choice. I'm going to be honest. Like it kind of made me a little uncomfortable putting an earthquake in Haiti. Like so soon after like the disasters in Haiti disasters one. Yeah. Yeah. Like real things happened there. And I get, maybe that's why you want to do it, but like, I couldn't tell if the earthquake was supposed to be some type of omen, though. You know what I mean? Like, at the beginning. So, anyway. The earthquake kills Serene, his wife. Well, doesn't. It injures her. They go to the hospital where a a, a doctor is like, don't worry, you won't see a priest till the last 30 minutes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If you were waiting for that. A doctor is like... Hey, we can either save your wife or save the baby. Cut to Sophie's choice. Yeah, Sophie, one of many. Cut to <laughs> yeah, he comes back and the, the fucking devil at the end, the, 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 old, the old switcheroo. <laughs> He's a sneaky guy, and by the way, it shouldn't be the fucking devil. It's some fucking little asshole troll. Uh, we go to Georgia thirteen years later, where we see. Uh, Victor with his now daughter, Angela, being a a little teenager here. Uh, And she's friends with uh, Catherine, another teenager in their school. They decide to... You also get some weird character interactions at the beginning that are supposed to set up the reason these neighbors... The only people with neighbors... I don't know if I should say this. The only people with neighbors more invasive is you. (laughs) Should I cut that out? No. Okay. I mean, listen. It's not a lie. <laughs> also, think about where I just came from. Like, think about where I just moved from. Yeah. Shout out Dave A, longtime listener. Everybody knows Dave A. He, was, he said he was listening to an old episode. He was like, I miss the days when you were living next to a drug den. <laughs> you could, like, hear the interactions outside. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Although I was just telling somebody about the time Tina called us and was like, ATF is like in our backyard. <laughs> wow. Okay. So she didn't know it was ATF. We were recording at yeah. your, like the old spot. So we used to record in person and uh, she was pregnant. She was pregnant with yeah. Shay and she, she texted me and she's like, there's a man standing in our yard with an assault rifle. I was like, excuse me. She's like, yeah, he's just like crouching in our yard with an assault rifle. So you and I just like stopped recording, just went there. Yeah. It was ATF. It was, it was ATF raiding my neighbor's house, setting up shop in, uh, in my yard. <laughs> you think they'd give the house a knock, a courtesy knock. Yeah, I like, mean, hey, dude, hey, what, like in the backyard with guns. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking insane actually, because like, what if, what if, 
Yeah. You felt threatened and you opened fire. Now you're in a firefight with <laughs> ATF and they're just going to kill you and, and that's it. Go about their day. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a fucking nuts. Uh, that was fucking crazy. Um, so, yeah, they set up these neighbors with these weird interactions where they have one rude neighbor who's like, you fucking assholes leaving the garbage cans out. And you're like, oh, that's what is that going to turn into? Nothing. Nothing. Turns into the opposite. There's no reason for that interaction to happen. She's very kind to them the entire rest of the movie. Uh, and also another weird neighbor who's like, I'll see you at the gym. And you're like, that's weird. This is only put in here for when the neighbors decide to break into his house later and hang out by themselves. That's the only reason that's introduced here. Uh so the girls decide to, they're in school, they decide to leave and go into the woods to talk to spirits, mostly Angela's mom, who has passed. And she died, she died in the earthquake. And yeah. I got to be honest, I don't mind the setup of making him have to choose. He failed the execution, but I don't mind the setup of making him have to choose between his wife and his daughter and then losing his faith because he doesn't think it's fair that he had, you know, one, he had, like, he has to bear that the works. burden of choosing one. That yeah, works for me. That works for me. That's fine. Yeah. It's 2023. Church attendance is at an all time low. You, you, it would be kind of bizarre to just have a bunch of believers. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it would, this makes a lot more sense <laughs> to have people that are skeptical. People are still. People are so strong, man. There's, there's a lot. No, no. I, there's, there's, I mean, there's tons true. of them. There's tons of them. But like, you know, churches are closing down. That's not. That's just a fact. Like, attendance is low, baby. Sure, sure. So, okay. So, we're in agreement that the setup is fine. I'm don't love, they, fine. They with hammer in and right now. They, they hammer in the fact that the friend is a Baptist. Like anybody gives a shit about the difference between her being a Baptist and the other one being a Christian. I don't think most people even know the differences and they're, they're, I mean, it's still Christianity at the end of the day. And it, yeah, it was, it was odd, especially cause you could have just made him Christian and solved a lot of fucking That would have made his own, Catholic his stuff. own, yeah, his, that would have made his own movie better for him. For him to explain. Made him so much just, easier. Make everything so much easier. Call this, streamline it. Dude. Chose the hardest route possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually um, insane. He also chooses to do some weird shit in this movie. Um, as a filmmaker. Um, the Exorcist had some really amazing shots of, uh, I guess, envi- I'll call them like environmental shots the surrounding areas, um, a walk through DC that's just quiet and ca- like, and then some that are chaotic shots of things happening, especially at the archaeology sites and things like that. Very unsettling moments in that movie that are just these environmental shots, and they work yeah. so well because they tie into the story. They they actually like <laughs> they it's a it's a flow. David Gordon Green just like crows bars some of these shots in there. And one of them is, is the girls are out in the woods. They have not performed their little ritual yet. They're just walking through the woods. And David Gordon Green crowbars this scene where 
The dad is taking family portraits as his position. And there's a kid screaming and there's a jackhammer outside. And you're like, okay, this is when the f- they're going to get fucking possessed. That's fine. That leads into that. Guys. Chaos. Yeah. Guys. That scene just fucking ends. And then we don't even see the possession. And it happens after that scene. So they just film that. And then that was it. And you're just like, it doesn't lead into anything. It doesn't streamline anything. And and it, it, it was weird. And then I want to know your thoughts on this. Because we go from that. The girls go into the woods. They get presumably possessed. You don't see it at all. Right. Um, dad gets home. Uh, finds Angela's missing. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Sean. So, sorry to interrupt your flow. Why couldn't they just do a Ouija board scene? Like, you know. They did in 1973. Bring back Captain Howdy? Bring back Captain Howdy. She has a reason to be using it yes. to make contact with her mother. <laughs> are, you, are you drinking box wine? Don't don't worry about what I'm doing. Tour, tour de Franzia? <laughs> I'm a Boda Box boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. You should you should give it a try. You should give it a try. It's pretty fucking good. Their cab is great. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. I don't. I don't know shit about wine. Okay. All right. Continue your thought. I got to pour this. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> you were talking about. Uh, what were, oh, Ouija board. Ouija board. Well, I think I finished my thought, but yeah, they could have just used a Ouija board and brought back Captain Howdy. She had more than enough reason to be using one to make contact with her mom, and that would have made more sense to like have the same demon, right? Yeah. The demon somehow is channeled through this Ouija board. Oh yeah, you could have even done that, huh? Could have been the like same an old Ouija, board. Ouija board, yeah. Found bought it in a fucking tag sale, somehow the same one. Yeah. Yeah, instead they perform some other ritual and we don't even know what happens. <laughs> Quite a fucking <laughs> Um now this this next segment, if you will, and it's 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 a big chunk of the movie. I don't know if I think that this is the way to go with a movie like this. And I genuinely think David Gordon Green's just confused about making a serious movie. I just don't think he knows how to fucking do it, quite honestly. I don't think he knows how to make something, like, serious. I, I <laughs> So, <laughs> The Exorcist is, like, thoughtful. And serious in so many ways. And I can understand if you're like not a fan of that and you want something cheesier and gorier and stuff. By the way, this is not gorier. Uh, <laughs> but if you want something like that's fine. But what he crowbars in here to make it seem more heavy, I guess that's, that's what I'm looking for to make this seem more heavy. It's like kind of gross. <laughs> I'll be honest. Cause what happens is these two girls go missing for days, three days they go missing. And we have to watch these parents. And maybe it's because it's in the news more these days of these kids that go missing and stuff. And it's just like, it's truly awful. Like hanging up signs from your missing kid and the parents fighting. Some of the acting is like... <laughs> Not great in these moments. Victor goes to a homeless shelter and assaults some homeless guy for just being crazy. Like, 
and being like, like making crude jokes, like gets fucking bent out of shape about like, what, why are you doing this? Why are you at the homeless shelter? What, like, right. And by the way, the, the reason he's at the homeless shelter is because uh, one of the guys mentions that there's like homeless people in the woods and I guess they just needed to hammer that down a little bit more. Bring that back. Bring that back around. Um, I like, I didn't mind Leslie Od- Odom as Victor. Like I thought he was fine. He was as good an actor. I just, I don't, I don't think he was given a lot to work with. Uh, and in terms of, of actors, I, I thought Catherine's dad might've been the best. He was, he had, he had some solid scenes. He had some solid scenes. He had some solid scenes. It, it was more just that one fight that they have about, and it's, it's probably not their performance. It's probably the bizarre writing of parents acting like, and I could understand you being parents being distraught and not thinking totally correctly in these moments. It just seemed so bizarre and forced. Like, no one was really fighting, and then they're like, oh, you fucking asshole. And Victor's like, hey, did you ever think that you give your daughter too much freedom or some free spirit? What are we talking about? Like, fucking relax. Um, but that's heavy. That's heavy. Kids going missing is heavy, right? Yeah. Um, Victor goes home, and another insane scene. He goes home. He's exhausted. His daughter's missing. His neighbors have broken into his house with Mrs. Beehive or whatever the fucking name is. And they're like saging the house. They're they're putting blessings on the house without this guy's fucking permission. Without even a call to be like, hey, we want to come into your house and do like nothing. Nothing. And Victor obviously is like, get the fuck out of my house. My daughter's fucking missing. And the neighbor goes, hey, pal, I was just trying to fucking help. <laughs> hey, that doesn't help. <laughs> Chuck, you know what? I, you know what just dawned on me? Because I was thinking like about this scene and how much I don't like this movie. Do you know why the first Exorcist works? Because it's called The Exorcist. And there's an it's exorcist. About a, dude, it's about <laughs> the fucking exorcist. <laughs> The guy, the main character is the exorcist. Correct. Correct. We care. We care about Damien Karras's plight. Like, like the guilt of his mom dying is loss of faith. His redemption yeah. angle. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Marin comes. So we actually get that. That could have, that movie could have been called the exorcists because we have two and we Correct. actually care about both of them because Marin's there in the beginning. Uh, he, he knows Pazuzu. He has a backstory with Pazuzu. So we care about both exorcists. This doesn't have an exorcist, and we care about nobody at yeah. this point. We care about nobody. This is ri- no <laughs> the story arc. The original exorcist this sucks. riddled with priests. <laughs> There's a priest in every Holy fucking shit. <laughs> um, Jeez. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, like, actually, honestly, a, that's actually a that's great. fucking nuts, because Reagan's not the main character. Like, that's Reagan... A- like, people love Reagan because she stole, like, the show, you know? Right. That, that performance is chilling, but she is not the antagonist we're not we're rooting for her to pull through but we're rooting for the exorcist to you know drive the demon out of yeah because he is the main character right he has the redemption arc reagan's a victim what is reagan's, reagan's what is, what is this the fuck is this david gordon <laughs> yeah no that's a that's actually a great point that i'd never really put together but yeah that's the first movie is a story about two priests in different spots in their life and both 
kind of on their way out in different ways, right? Like, and yeah, that that's true. And so that's probably what they should have followed. They probably should have followed a couple new priests that uh, <laughs> if only only they had a template. I do. You know what? I <laughs> if only one movie did it perfectly. <laughs> um, you. You know what I also thought was fucking nuts was uh, the priest who shows up in the last 30, 45 minutes, maybe. I I think it's 30, honestly. But anyway, that priest shows up and immediately goes to the diocese to get approval for an exorcism. This is the one area where David Gordon Green's like, I'm going to fucking do it the right way. And they deny it. (laughs) Get a load of me. I'm going to make it realistic. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> None of that even matters in the long run. None no. of that matters. None of that. Ma- you could literally cut that. And when the priest shows up in the car scene, cut that and then have him just show up in that moment and be like, holy shit, he got the approval. He's here to save the day. And he dies instantly but like (laughs) does nothing (laughs) but like even that makes some more sense than like cramming all this unnecessary shit in just to to do what to do what uh we then go to a scene where a dead horse is on a farm and the farmhand uh it's like oh my god i gotta he's like looking for horse band-aids i think i don't know what he's looking for like band-aid boxes and shit he's looking at like tiny there's a fucking dead horse like what are you looking for in the cabinets, the cupboards? <laughs> like aspirin, horse aspirin. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, but anyway, this guy ends up finding two girls. The two girls. And they say, where are we? All right. All right. Fine. Uh, when they ask Angela how long she's been gone, she says a few hours. And they're like, no, you've been gone for three days. And then we get these scenes that it's like all of the invasive shit that like poor kid would have to go through if they were missing for three days and like, like a rape kit analysis and like samples and swabbing and like, no one wants to fucking see this. Like, why do we have to do this? Like, yeah, this is, you're putting the realism in the weird fucking spots here, David Gordon. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That hits the nail on the head. Uh, it, 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 I'm not opposed to realism, but no. I don't need it there. You know, pick and choose. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a girl spit out green smoke in a few minutes. So <laughs> I think we could leave that out without making people feel stupid, like without insulting the viewer's intelligence. Smoke versus smoke fight at the end of the movie. That's the fucking. <laughs> Sean, don't even get me started on the end. I honestly don't want to talk about it. So. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And I was like, wow, that's the end. And then that woman, they literally like, is that the end? And the woman's like, far from it. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I was like, god damn it. This movie's still going to go on. Um, Anyway, uh, both girls start acting weird immediately, but not again, not that weird. They're just like, I want to go home. Um, Angela explains what they got up to. She said she wanted to talk to her mom, but she wasn't there. Um, Things are starting to get weird around the houses, lights flickering. Um, Angela can't wake up. She pees the bed. 
these things. And then a bathtub fills up with like fucking shit water. And that's just not explained. For for a guy that's refusing to believe <laughs> something <laughs> something supernatural is happening. He finds a fucking bathtub full of mud with mud coming out of the faucet. And he's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, and, and in the first one too, all these things are happening. Like, like him focusing on the forensics of, of like finding girls, they could be focusing on what they did in the first one or even the second one. Like I'll give the second one credit. Like, having a psychologist be like yeah. something happened here we can't describe it and you know what we're gonna say go to a priest like go figure something out out of our field because we have no answers absolutely i think that's a great point uh because there <sighs> at some point you have to make somebody fucking believe that this shit is happening <laughs> Right. And like and I guess they do with this guy eventually, but I, I he does he becomes a full fledged believer, but his arc is so like eventful and unexciting. It, like like he's turned, nothing really changed. He he changes his mind just like like fluidly. Nothing based on he's just like yeah now now I believe yeah he's like now I believe and it doesn't he starts watching, doesn't pack a punch. This isn't a joke. He starts watching YouTube. He starts watching YouTube videos and he's like, oh, well, <laughs> you know what? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, there's, there's no, like, again, like that, that's, what's cool in those first two is Reagan's mom in the first one, just being exhausted and being like, you, these answers don't make fucking sense. Like none of this shit makes sense. I'm going to seek out something spiritual, even though I'm not spiritual. She dude, she doesn't even want to at first. Like like she's against. She it. is so adamant. Yeah, she is so adamant that everything they're doing is failing. That they're agreeing with her and being like, go to a priest. Yeah. She's like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. But she's so like exasperated and at her last wits that that is her only option at right. this point. And then like you said, it, I guess I, yeah, give the second one some credit there because I, that is pretty fucking great in the second one too with the psychologists being like we don't fucking know like they're they're doing yeah, their can, best but there's something bigger than that we can ignore the fact that she after saying that she then pulls out a machine where she can travel through people's thoughts and time and also prove everything that Reagan's saying is true but but the, and then in the, the last point scene being, they'll be like holy shit it was all <laughs> real <laughs> I'll never doubt you again. The first thing going, not great. Um, <laughs> not fucking great. Uh, anyway, Angela beats the shit out of her dad, goes into a seizure, ends up in the hospital again, who happens to have that nurse that lives next door and was very rude to them, but now is suddenly very kind to this family. And I mean, I guess you would be if their kid went missing, but... Again, what's the point of the first part? Uh, Catherine goes to the church, acts nutty. Again, Reagan literally fucked a crucifix. This girl's picking out pamphlets with her fucking toes. Uh, yeah. Acting a little goof, like a little goofball. Uh, would you Would you want to see a Rob Zombie exorcist after, after this? 
<laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. Should this November, it's, it's coming up. So November is the anniversary of the Rob Zombie fan fiction. Write us, write us a Rob Zombie Exorcist script. Should right? we do? Do we do right? Rob Zombie Exorcist fan fiction? I think we should. I think we should. The dialogue will be out of this world, dude. It'd be fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta put that into our schedule. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Wait, isn't? Oh my God! Why does that? Why does and that we're doing House of a Thousand Corpses? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why does All our right, schedule do always just work out for us? Like we literally, Destiny, I can't baby. tell you how little thought we put into <laughs> our schedule, and somehow it lands on every every like uh, anniversary. It lands on like important dates. Oh my God! Right. And a live reading with Paul. Paul has to be on it. Yes. Doing it, doing his character voices. Well, like Reagan really is going to be somehow so much more vulgar, and then the, the Father Karras will just be screaming about disrespecting Buster Keaton films. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Dean Phillips? No, Jeffrey is that his name? Uh, well, now I'm, now you got me fucked up. No, Jeff I'm Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Is Jeff Jeff Jeff, da- Jeff Daniel Phillips. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Jeff Daniel Phillips is Father Karras. I'm, dude, I'm sold. Actually, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> okay, but to answer your question, because I didn't. Yeah. Dude, Sherry Moon would be Reagan. That, I mean, would she be Reagan or would she be Chris? It doesn't even matter. I don't even She'd care. She'd be Reagan. I don't She'd even care what. <laughs> 55-year-old Reagan. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Uh, oh, my God. Um, but, like, here's the problem. How do you differentiate? <laughs> Sherry Moon talking normally in a movie versus her being Reagan and cursing and being foul. I know. I, I, know, I know. She'd have to just keep it very clean at the beginning, which will be tough. Yeah. Be very tougher. Or Pazuzu's just like, I can't fucking deal with this. I got to fuck. <laughs> this woman's who'd fucking voice nuts. <laughs> who would voice Pazuzu? Uh, well, Sid's gone. Uh, yeah, I guess it would have to be Mosley. It'd have to be Mosley. It'd have to right? be Mosley, yeah. Right, and Elvira would be Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and that other fucking guy that's in Thirty One. He's he's. We got to cram him. He'll be a priest for sure too. The guy who played Grandpa in the Munsters would be Mary. No. <laughs> Actually, just bring in the Munster character, like Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey D- Jeff Daniel Phillips is in Munster costume, but is also the father, Father Munster. <laughs> Jack the Dipper. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta re- watch that this week. Listen, man, anyway. that movie is so. The, the Rob Zombie's non-existent Exorcist movie is so much better than this one. Can can we say? Can we just say the new Exorcist might have swung the tides for Rob's all Rob Zombie movies, maybe <laughs> ever. Uh I was just talking. I was just talking to a listener today. Uh, I, I want to watch Rob's Halloweens again. I, in this, you know, in twenty twenty three, having sat through the the most th- recent three and this Exorcist movie, I kind of want to give it another go. I it's think my- one is good. I think one is good. Not even okay. I I think one is good. All I can think about with two 
is the fucking, the fucking horse shit. <laughs> the fucking horse. That's <laughs> just unacceptable. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, Rob? Rob, you just had to run it back. You had to. You just have to run it back. That's all you have to do. It's all you have to fucking do. It's like when Mark Cuban won the fucking NBA title with the Mavericks and then traded every player away and just rebooted for some reason after a title win. You just run it back. Run it back and see what happens. <laughs> People are just going to show up. Anyway. Um, oh, anyway, the point is, what would I go... Do you think... Rob, we're, we're the fucking disasters. Would I go see Rob... Or would I like Rob Zombie's Exorcist more? I think the answer is yes. Because I think he'd give us... I mean, not what we want. Because the Exorcist is standalone. Like, let's forget right. it. You're, you're never going mean, to get I mean, a sequel that works. End of the day, stop doing this. Stop making extra <laughs> yes. sequels, right? Yes. But if we're going to do it, if we're going to do it, and you're going to just feed into the, like, Reagan's the main character, and the kids that are possessed are the monsters of the movie, and that's what we're going to focus on rather than the exorcist, then I, I want to see Rob do it. Though he's not going to pull any fucking punches. Those girls are going to be he's doing not. crazy shit. Agreed. They're going to be saying the craziest stuff you've ever <laughs> you could ever imagine. And, and he's not going to bog you down with all the horse shit. He's not going to bog you down with that shit. He's going to be like, the girls are going to go to the woods. They're going to come out possessed. That's it. End of the fucking story. No questions asked. Also, talking about the realism of this movie. The way they do that in this movie was honestly like where they pick and choose to do that. And they made the fucking fatal flaw in this fucking movie of bringing in law enforcement. That shit pissed me off because everyone would be fucking arrested immediately. There would be everyone's in fucking cuffs. Catherine. She doesn't kill her. You think she killed her, but. Catherine gouges out a woman's eyeballs and the police show up and Catherine is not in fucking jail. Catherine is free. That's a good point. That's a good point. Catherine is at the very least. They'd be like, we need to put her in a room where she can't harm anybody until we figure out what the fuck's going on. She needs to be isolated from population, including her family. Right. She, and she's, and it's not like she's going to stop acting violent. And for some reason, Angela's locked up. I don't understand that her dad, like, chose. It made no fucking sense. None of this fucking made sense. It, ah, man, that shit pisses me the fuck off. You can't bring that shit in. Because, like, if the cops showed up to, like, Reagan's house, right? And Reagan was doing all her naughty shit. They'd probably be like, we're going to take you in for a little bit. Like, you need to be locked up for a little bit. You know. Not in a jail yeah. or anything, but maybe like a hospital. <laughs> right. Like this is also, not. Reagan's face transformed like heavily. Not, I don't want to say quickly, but like you saw like the cracks in her face and then she was just full on not yes. a human being. Yes. So anybody looking at that would immediately be like, that motherfucker's not real. We need a <laughs> priest. Like we need to do something. Yeah. This it just. I, don't know, I just keep saying it. They just failed on every aspect. It lacked. It lacked that. It really lacked that a lot. So, so and, and that's to highlight your point. The police would have come. She looks 
pretty much fine. Just be like, she is just unwell. We need to take her away. You just stabbed somebody's fucking eyeballs out. And it's not like her face isn't down. Like her face does make the Reagan face, but at this point, it's not like that, right? They they took a really long time. Uh, I felt like they did not even hit like Reagan face until they were tied up. Mm. That's what that that was what I was thinking too. But now that I'm saying it, maybe it was earlier. It might have been a little bit earlier, but like, who the fuck cares? You'd just be like, that's some fucking ugly kid. The the cops. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because in the first Reagan, Reagan looked demonstrably. You might be like they're on fucking meth. <laughs> right, right. They like, got into something. Like that's we're locking her. She on bath salts. Like you lock this one up. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, church scene happens. Um, I did like that church scene too. Not to get too far into it, but I did. I did like. Man, I was like, this is going to be a cool moment because the dad, she goes missing and the dad's like, fuck, I'm going to look for it. Goes to the back, sees the communion area of the church fucking destroyed. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Again, like that church aspect, you could do a lot with it. That's one of many things you could do, uh, but it fucking sucks. And then she shows up and she's just saying the body and the blood over and over again. And uh, she's all she's done is pour wine on herself. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's when the dad's like, hey, this makes no sense. Uh, Catherine's family's like, well, this is a fucking demon. And uh, they went to hell for three days. And the dad's like, you're a fucking moron. Uh, And then (laughs) the nurse talks to Angela. And they have a weird moment where Angela is like, uh, says a like a, a a religious name to her and then says that she was scraped out like a rotten pumpkin um and that moment is the most it gets that's the most aggressive Pazuzu gets in this movie um and quite honestly like, I mean, that's dark, but it it's toned down. It's toned down. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. And also she just starts bleeding, which I think it was supposed to be from her vagina, but it, it's her, for sure her stomach. So I don't think David Gordon Green's had sex. So I just, just bleeds. There's just blood through the sheets. Doesn't make sense. Um, Neighbor then goes to the dad's house and is like, hey, remember you asked if I saw anything like this? Because that happened. The dad was like, have you ever seen this? And she was like, no. She was like, well, I haven't. But. (laughs) Which again, like if you're just going to build into the original, just be like, I was a fucking student on the floor and you wouldn't believe the shit I saw. Like. Right. In the hospital. You know what I mean? Uh, but that, that does not happen. She's like, I, I don't I have no idea. I've never seen this in my life, but here's a fucking <laughs> book that I read once. <laughs> Shut Oh man. Again, that would have been so much better. She'd be like, I was interning and I heard like this, this commotion upstairs, and, like all this shit happening. Like she could have been related to that first to Reagan's case. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But instead, she's just <laughs> the way that you're saying it's so funny. Like, well, <laughs> remember when I said that I haven't seen anything like this? I still have not, but there's a book on it. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> and not even a lie. <laughs> and, and, and it's written by Reagan's mom. 
yeah. Chris McNeil, right? And <laughs> I honestly was annoyed. <laughs> like they they should have. I w- I would have personally been happier if they made it so that Chris was a piece of shit doing like a money grab, trying to capitalize Ooh, off of that would have been a story. Cool just trying to go Hollywood, like she's she's estranged from her daughter. She's milking it for everything that she gets. Oh. But instead, we're supposed to believe like she just dedicated her entire life to to exorcism. studying exorcisms, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and like becoming an exorcist without going through the actual ordaining that's true that's true and also why did reagan fucking leave her like talk about a mom that did everything for you and just you're like fuck why is there bad blood why is there bad blood (laughs) the end the end of the first exorcist they leave together and reagan's like i don't remember anything i'm very happy well she's like she's like i'm very happy to be with my mom (laughs) for for leaving she's at the end i'm so sorry for everything (laughs) We don't even know. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, in that in that moment, we also get revealed that the shit Angela said to her was uh, the the neighbor used. No, that's not true. The neighbor was going to be a nun, but then had sex, had an abortion, got pregnant, had an abortion. So this is what yeah. she was referring to. the 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 religious name that Angela said was the name her nun name. I guess you get a new name. And the pumpkin thing was about the abortion that she had had. Um, yes. Again, it's just like David Gore agrees. Like, what do religions care? About? <laughs> slam that in there. What do nuns do? I like it's his ineptitude is fucking wild in this. Like, it's really fucking wild. Uh, anyway, Victor reads books, watches YouTube videos, and then is like, holy shit. Well, I wish that's even what fucking happened. I wish it. That doesn't even happen. I'm sorry. The, there's real no, like, aha moment for the dad. He j- It cuts to the neighbors who are like, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> uh, can I please speak to Mrs. McNeil? <laughs> like, for some reason, the neighbors are involved in calling people. And then, like, it cuts to the next door neighbor, and she's like, I need a priest ASAP. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> like, this is so fucking bizarre. Uh, and then the dad just goes and visits Chris McNeil's house. Uh, she looks good for her age. She looks fine. She's she looks, fine. she looks, dude, she's old as shit. Um, yeah. And in that, Chris reveals she has no idea where Reagan is, hopes to see her again. Um, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, 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 this is when we start getting the very bizarre Chris is like a ghostbuster type shit. Like, cause he's like, she's like, listen, I don't know. My daughter's missing. I don't really care about this shit. Really? You know? And then the dad's like, oh yeah. And like hands her a photo and (laughs) it's got, it's the daughter's like picture of her body where it says, help me on her skin. And the, the Chris is like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> and she fucking mounts up and fucking heads with him to the fucking hospital. She's like, you're going to need s- some helping hands on this one. <laughs> Dude, you'd be like, I'm 80 years old. I don't want fucking anything to do with it. Call fucking priest. Like, uh, why are you here? <laughs> I mean, Did you yes. read my fucking book? I'm <laughs> 
oh man, it's Ozzy so flabbergasting. Why would she not just be like a coach and be like, I went through this with my daughter. These are the steps that worked. That would make sense. And I would be okay with her character coming in here. Absolutely. Just be like, I'm here with you. I can, I oh, can God, put yeah. you in contact. Yes. I, I know what the I know what the priest did. I know like what worked and what didn't work. Instead, she's like, bring me to the hospital right now. She wasn't even in the room once when those two priests were in there with her daughter. <laughs> her daughter, as we already said, has no recollection. So she and both priests died during that exorcism. So there's nobody that could have relayed any of that information to her about what happened in that room. Which is also a funny point because <laughs> Friedkin wrapped that movie up. Like, yeah, it's he made that movie it's, it's, impossible it's to make a sequel to. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, okay. So, Chris... God damn it. <sighs> Chris is on her way to visit Angela, I guess. Uh, but we finally get a priest. Also, a priest shows up at the neighbor's house. And Chris walks in to the hospital and is like, where is she? Uh, and uh, Angela is hiding under the bed. And they can't see her. And Chris is like, she knows who I am. <laughs> Talking about Pazuzu. <laughs> how the fuck would you, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> you know how ecstatic Pazuzu would probably be if you saw this old idiot show up? And, oh, thank God. Not a fucking priest again. This this lady who did nothing Some the first fucking time. More. And like, we talked about how good of a character Pazuzu is. Like, truly, a, like a fleshed out character honestly just through dialogue like he's a fucking liar he gets under your fucking skin and in very insidious ways because they try to do that under the skin thing in this and it's so it doesn't work it's doesn't so work. above like it's so on the nose and just being like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> and like people are like oh my god i can't believe you'd say that to me <laughs> whereas that pazuzu was like fucking with them even just the lies like like being like i'm the fucking devil and it's like no you're not the fucking devil. you're not you're fucking little ghoul yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and throwing voices mm-hmm. you know people that you care about uh making trying to make you believe that they're in there too yeah like, he is truly a demon and like the historical folklore sense of the yes. term. He is just the diabolical there to fuck with you and drive you insane. Yeah. Oh my God. For no talk- reason other than he loves chaos. Like, like you said in the episode, he is a great fleshed out character. Dude, what you highlighted it when we talked about it in the hotel room, how the priest, <laughs> like it, the movie's scary. I don't, I don't laugh during the exorcist, but no. when you said that, I can't stop thinking of that scene. The priest is reading prayers and Pazuzu is just going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> his tongue out he's, just, he's a fucking rascal dude dude he really fucking is like a very evil rascal but a rascal nonetheless like he doesn't give a fuck what you're even and that's that's the funny part about that even like we're you're saying like chris isn't even a fucking priest and she shows up like you're saying like he even when the priest shows up pazuzu's like well i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck what you're doing yeah, like yeah. fuck off like the, the, the ultimate force up. of good versus evil. Uh, yeah. Pazuzu probably, like, if we're going to assume it's the same Pazuzu, he probably has some sort of uneasiness being like, I hope a priest doesn't come and defeat me again. Yeah. And then Chris shows up. He's like, oh, thank. This is who they chose? He, 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 conver- he converts to Christianity. Like, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> 
Oh, it's it's so weird. Uh, it's very weird. Um, and also, there's a little thing in that where uh, Angela carved the name Reagan into the wall, which Chris never sees, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what's better? And you know my answer. A shark following a family around and John... <laughs> Or Pazuzu following Chris around. A shark. A shark. Because Pazuzu... A, a shark. Because how would Pazuzu know that Chris is going to come? Why, why would Pazuzu assume Chris was going to come help this girl that she'd never met? That's true. Dude, that is a lot to gamble. Being like, I'm going to possess this girl in hopes that her dad talks to his neighbor who has the book that Chris Chris McNeil wrote. Yeah. What, a, what, a, what a thing to hold your hat on. Hang your hat on. Yeah, and they go. They end up going to Catherine's house after they find it trashed. Chris is just wandering around this house by herself. Chris is eighty-five years old. This should not be happening. She's chasing Catherine around. She finds Catherine eating the Bible. I'll give you that. I like that. I like that shit. I fucking liked that shit. You ripping out pages of the Bible, eating it. <laughs> uh, and Chris says, "I know who you are." You know who I am. We've met before. (laughs) And uh, she starts doing this fake-ass exorcism. She's just like, get out of there, demon. Like, leave the body of this little kid. Uh, (laughs) And then Catherine jumps on her and stabs her eyeballs out with a crucifix. (laughs) Thanks for showing up, Chris. (laughs) Uh, And again... One of the very few lines where they say something, you, you want to see your beloved cunting daughter open your eyes. But like, even that's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, anyway, the police show up. They don't do anything to Catherine. She's fine. <laughs> Just stabbed a woman's eyes out. You wouldn't even know if the woman's going to survive that. She's 85 years old. You get your eyeballs stabbed out. You're probably just going to fucking die. Dude, your heart, your heart would give up, right? Yes. There would be so much shock. Your body would going just through be like, this is enough. We've been through it. fucking enough. Hanging on for five more years. <laughs> just, just stop now. It's a good run. Uh, then we go to the priest who's acting in the diocese to perform the exorcism. That will come into play. Chris is alive. She's just blind. Um, and gives a giant monologue about faith. And she is like, hey, listen. <laughs> Which again, defeats the entire purpose and name, the exorcist. She gives an entire monologue, entire monologue, about how religion doesn't fucking matter. Faith doesn't matter. What religion really is, is the faith in each other. People. So faith does matter. People, people, people being people. People hanging out with people. And after that, we get a scene where all the... Dude, oh my god, this guy is such a fucking disaster. It's so fucking corny on a level that's like unreal. All the families walk into the Baptist church and the the pastor is like, let's fucking roll, baby. (laughs) Like, it's like, they've all teamed up. It's like a super group. It's the Avengers, like you said. It's the fucking Avengers. The Avengers. You got the nurse, you got the two families, you got a pastor, and we're about to get Miss Beehive, who, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, and the other neighbor. Uh, root, root work, root work, right? A, he- a healer. A healer. A healer. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't know it. I I didn't look at, into it too much, but yeah, I'm sure that's accurate. I I don't know what the accurate term was. I I just just like what do they call that? Like uh, homeopathic like kind of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he goes. She 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 ends up coming over, and she ends up being the central point of this exorcism, despite not being a Catholic priest, as we mentioned. She's doing like drawings on the ground. By the way, the big plan here is they've bolted two chairs down back to back, and they're just going to tie the girls into them, sedate them. They're also monitoring them. Like, they they worked in the nurses. She she stole equipment from the fucking hospital to monitor their fucking hearts, <laughs> which I guess comes into play. But, like, for no, if that show, I'd be like, get that shit out. We got enough fucking going on in here. What are, you, what are we doing with this? Uh, but I guess it kind of plays into it. Uh, uh, and they're going to tie them up to chairs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of these girls is a legitimate criminal. She should be locked up. They bring her over. Uh, they break out Angela from the hospital she's locked up in, even though she did nothing. Uh, and then, you know, everything's going according to plan. And then the priest shows up and he's like, I talked to the diocese. They said no. And they're like, you have to do it. And he's like, uh, can't. And then drives away. <laughs> the end of that. Uh, and then the nurse is like, hey, priests are cool and all, but I can do it. We don't need a priest. And the reason I can do it is because this is all fate that I'm living next to you. And I failed out of nun school. Um. And, uh, yeah, and that's what we get. She starts the exorcism. Uh, and, like, immediately, like I mentioned before, immediately Catherine's like, hey, nurse, you're a fucking idiot. And the nurse is like, <laughs> the nurse is like, holy shit, I don't think I could fucking get, go do this anymore. <laughs> like, she's making faces like, I, what am I, how am I supposed to continue this when she's <laughs> making fun of me? <laughs> like. It's fucking nuts. And again, like, like to your point, you think you would think, you know, uh, Chris would have been like, hey, you know, he's he says shit. Although Chris didn't hear it, so it doesn't matter. None of this fucking mattered. <laughs> <laughs> None of this. Makes she sense. wouldn't know. Yeah, it's just, it uh, shocked her. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone just starts praying, and the kids are writhing, but nothing is happening. Um, and then Miss Beehive sprays them with some type of water and i guess the devil starts leaving they're like throwing up some weird shit uh I, that moment was kind of cool but then green smoke starts coming out of their mouths and then miss beehive is like they're at a critical temperature it's the start of an eruption what? fucking volcanoes all of a sudden like what do we what do we say and then miss beehive lights some weird fire in the fireplace and the smoke from the fireplace fights with the green smoke like CGI smoke fight. <laughs> yep. And the good smoke sucks the green smoke up the chimney. <laughs> Just think about that for a second. Again, as Joe mentioned, everything's subjective. Just think about that for a second. Think about the movie we're making a sequel to that, you know, <laughs> amazing practical effects. 
and subtle. I mean, they're they're like over the top, but at the same time, very like just facial stuff. Efficient. Yeah, very efficient. Fucking smoke fights. Smoke is pulling other smoke up the chimney. The fuck are we talking about? Why is smoke coming out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> fucking nuts. The one cool thing I did like in this. Well, not the one cool. There's a few things. But Angela, little evil Angela, reveals that in that opening scene where Victor, her father, had to choose between his wife dying or his child dying, Victor chose his wife to save and wanted to let the child die so he could keep his wife alive and that is what they tried but it didn't happen and the child survived uh that is a cool all the way around and a deep-seated thing that a demon would attack right a demon would attack that and if they had any clue how to develop characters that would have (laughs) been that would have been a huge gut punch and you would have maybe like like okay this guy is tormented like no wonder this guy lost his faith yeah he probably feels guilty that he ever had that thought about his daughter he feels guilty that he couldn't save his wife like there's a lot that's going on there but i didn't care you know what i mean like it didn't like it's never built up it's never built up because you couldn't build it up because of the surprise but like and like yeah he he you could tell he's sad about his wife but it's not overt it's really not that overt overt the daughter actually like seems more upset by it than he does. Dude, he seems like he has healthily, like... Moved on. Over, overcome. This. Yeah. Like, he still cares and he's sad, but he's it's not it's not overtaking his life. You would feel guilty forever. Like, you would never get over that. Like, there's no way you would ever get over that. Like... Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. There's no character development with that dad whatsoever. Really. The non-believer thing is just like kind of just like he's honestly it's less that he's a non-believer and more that he's just an asshole to everyone that believes, which is two different things. It's two very different things. Like he is just like anytime somebody brings up religion, he's like, you fucking moron. Like, I don't believe in that shit. And you're like, oh, wow, that's aggressive. Like the neighbor gives him a book and he's like more religious horse shit. <laughs> She's literally being so sweet. She's like, <laughs> this might answer some of your questions. And he's like, you <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, the devil kids then decide to make some new rules. They say one kid, one girl lives, one girl dies. They have to make the decisions. But don't worry, the parents are like, we won't make that decision. And then the priest busts down the door and is like, I'm fucking here. I kick ass for the Lord. Dude, they should have they should have put that. They do, they might as well have. I would have preferred that. Well, instead, the priest shows up. He starts. He starts the exorcism. He lays one hand on the kid's head and he is immediately infected and they spin his head around, killing him. 
That's not that's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration. No. We wait for the we wait for the exorcist to show up in the eponymous exorcist movie and, and he finally does and just fucking dies. We have ten minutes left. <laughs> the fuck are we what is gonna happen in this? <laughs> well, we go back to uh that that fucking medical equipment the nurse brought. She they had determined that their heartbeats were beating at the same rate at the same time. So that must mean they're fucking connected. Well, Victor gives her a scarf, which disconnects it. And, and Angela seems to be coming out. Angela's like, Angela's like, oh my God, like they're connecting. Like the demon's being pushed back. (laughs) And in that moment, Catherine's like, choose me, choose me. And the dad chooses Catherine, uh, which sets off a scene that I'm assuming is setting up for the sequel, but I have no fucking idea why or how this will tie in. But Catherine is pulled into a dimension where there's like demons that you see, like, yes, like monster makeup, people in monster makeup, (laughs) like grabbing her and shit. And meanwhile, Angela's floating and she barfs into the ceiling and opens up a portal that does nothing. FYI. (laughs) This movie sucks. By the way, guys, just fucking this last moment, David Gordon Green should be dragged out into the streets and beaten. Like, what are you doing? This makes it. And I love that he's, by the way, for everyone that wants to defend him, that's fine. He's opted out of the next two because he's busy. He's already he projected into the future. He's projected into the future and determined he'll be busy the next few years. Uh, anyway, also, Chris McNeil can somehow feel her in the hospital bed. I don't understand. Uh, but Angela collapses with no heartbeat. Uh, and Catherine is alive. So you think the dad has just reversed everything they could have gotten both kids but now angela's dead and Catherine lives because the dad chose but not so fast Catherine's dead also wait (laughs) but wait there's more Catherine is also dead and then uh no that's when she goes to hell and the demons are touching her and shit um it it makes no sense and then uh angela comes back to life the old dusty finish here. The old switcheroo. <laughs> the old switcheroo dusty finish. Uh, Angela's back to life. The pastor says, and by the way, they could have made a bigger deal about what just happened and why it happened. But instead, the, the clarification we get is the pastor just mumbling, we've been tricked. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like, holy shit, he was fucking with us and... You know, he he wanted us to pick one because he was going to kill the other one instead or whatever. Uh, no, that's all we get. The pastor just mumbling that shit. Hoodwinked again. <laughs> oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> You're fucking dead. You're dead. Uh, <laughs> the first responders show up. You think they're going to arrest everyone in the house because there is a dead priest <laughs> and a dead girl <laughs> who's been tied up, I mean- who's been bound. Bound, right, right. <laughs> Probably rope burns. Friends come and would have a field. Guns ablaze, quite frankly, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, everyone there is being arrested just for, uh, what do they call it? When you're helping. A, a, no, like a bite when you're, 
what do they call it when you're like helping out like a criminal? Like they all just stood around and watched. Aiding, aiding, aiding and abetting. They're just, they're, everyone's going to jail in this movie. Everybody, except, except Angela. Everyone's going to fucking jail. Anyway, they don't, of course not, because it doesn't, none of this fucking matters. We got to be realistic about certain things, but definitely not that. And we cut to the future where the cop is talking to the nurse. I thought she was arrested. She's not. They're just chatting about. She's like, do you think they're going to get over it? And uh, the parents that lost their kids. And there's no answer to that. We cut to Victor. We see Victor saying goodbye to his wife in the graveyard. Angela mourning the loss of her friend at school. And we see Chris in the hospital. With her fucking gouged out eyeball. She has no more eyeballs. They're just taped shut with cut like little yogurt lids on them. And uh, I, this ending is fucking ridiculous. This ending is fucking ridiculous, Joe. I, I don't disagree. I hate it. Dude, honestly, I, I don't even want to say it because it's so dumb. Like that this happened. Like to crowbar this in in the last minute. Like. Why even have this? Like, they advertised that she returned, right? They they could have. Dude, it was news. It was news. Yeah. She Uh, has like second billing on IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're wrapping up every individual family and person's story here. And we go to Chris in the hospital sitting there. (laughs) The door opens and Chris is like, oh, is that you, Victor? And it's Reagan. And they just have like a moment. Like it is a, a fleeting moment. A moment that means no, and but means nothing to us because we don't know why she left. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, I or oh wait, no, Reagan Reagan's like, I forgive you, mother. For what? For what? And also, maybe that's what we got to tune in for. I hope the Chris and Reagan show in part can't, two. Can't wait. Part two. <laughs> the dynamics of their, <laughs> their relationship. Uh, They're going to ride a motorcycle and fall in love. <laughs> Demon old Pazuzu will chase them around. And that is it, man. Exorcist Believer. Yeah. You recommend it? Ooh. No. I actually don't. I actually don't think I would. I actually don't think I would. I don't think there's a point to it. In some senses, I would, right? Like, I kind of want to, like... I kind of want to tell people to see it, but... Just for, like, Misery Loves Company, right? Right, right. Like, just to understand what we're fucking saying is true. (laughs) 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 Like, this is nuts. Uh, do we have a date? Oh, Exorcist Deceiver will be out in... We gotta wait two fucking years for that one? (laughs) Oh. Be be still my heart. After the poor reception of Believer, Hollywood Reporter claims there will almost certainly be some degree of creative rethink for the next two films. Mm. And that Green recently expressed some doubt about his participation. Which again... I've told you in an interview, he was like, "Uh, I'm busy. (laughs) As soon as those weekend numbers came back and they were below the thing, he was like, "Uh, (laughs) I'm tied up. Got to make pineapple (laughs) express too. (laughs) I'm going to create a 
fake sequel to the Cannonball Run. <laughs> no one asked for. <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucking nuts. I bet Paul like that. Well, how, I bet Paul like that joke. We're gonna have CGI Burt Reynolds into it. <laughs> Jackie Chan was in the uh, Cannonball Run. Was he? Yeah, I don't know which one. There's like three, right? Yeah. That would be that would be so funny to make a new Cannonball Run, but ignore the next two that nobody saw. <laughs> part two and part three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many people? Uh, Adrian Barbeau is alive. She'll definitely take part in that. Is Roger Moore around? He is not. Right, Pete. Farrah Fawcett. She's dead. Campbell Run's going to be a rough one for the... <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> I don't know if that's the first one or not. What a, you know what? Campbell Run rocks. I, I think I agree. I kind of want to watch it now. Dude, Dom DeLuise. Dude, like the, the most dead cast of all time. <laughs> all started. And when did cast. it come out? Dude, Terry come. Bradshaw and Jackie Chan are in the the first one. Dude, 1981. I thought it was way earlier. <laughs> I actually thought it was like early 70s. So did I. <laughs> 81. Holy That's shit. Crazy. They're Dean all Martin. <laughs> Peter Fonda. Wow, man. Sammy Davis Jr. Is he in that? Yeah. I wish I could do a Sammy Davis Jr. voice. I got to work on that. Uh, yeah, Dean Martin, too. Anyway. Jimmy the Greek is in it. Dude, this was just... Can you imagine this set? Dom DeLuise, Roger Moore, Burt Reynolds, Farrah Fawcett, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin. Just that alone. Like, the the, the partying with those six? No, oh, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Unreal. That would have been fucking psychotic. You know what? I need to rewatch this movie under knowing what these people's pasts were. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Dude, Farrah Fawcett was nominated for a Razzie for a Cannibal Run. Well, the first one. Fucking dumb. Bullshit. Our hometown hero, Farrah Fawcett. Oh. You know how you know how Jackie Chan always had his own bloopers at the end of his movies? Yes. It came from this movie. The director did a blooper, blooper reel? reel at the end of Cannonball Run, and that's Jackie Chan was like, that's fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> and then included it in everything. Good for him. Good for him. Anyway, tune in, David Gordon Green's Cannonball Run. <laughs> By the way. He's a comedy guy. Danny McBride's a comedy, which, by the way, if you notice the credits, Danny McBride was not involved in this very much at all. He's just a partner with David Gordon Green at this point in this movie. So I think I honestly think he might have been like, I'm not, you know what? <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, but those two writing a comedy of this, I'd be fine with. Cannibal Run remake. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't, dude, because it would just be Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and James Franco. Uh, James Franco's canceled. We can't use him. Oh wait, Jonah Hill might be also. I don't know. I can't keep up. Who's in? Who's in jail? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think either of them are. No, James Franco is in in jail. Well, not in real jail. He is not. He's in internet oh, okay. jail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yes. Did you did you know Cannibal Run uh, starts in Connecticut? No. Who knew? Are we? So we're doing Race, this for the show. Happy Halloween! Race. A Halloween live stream. Of Race teams have gathered in Connecticut to start a cross country. I wonder. I wonder where they are, where they're starting from. And I mean, this is a knock of of that uh, Mel Brooks movie, right? The uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's basically the that's same. not that's not Mel Mel Brooks, but yes, that's not Mel Brooks. No, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Stanley Kramer did it. What a fucking jerk. Milton Berle's in it, though. And, I mean, yeah, it's the same fucking thing. All-star cast for the time. Yeah, and then, and then just driving around, being goofy. And, and then our generation had a, had a rat race, right? <laughs> they tried so hard with rat race. Rat race with John Cleese, Whoopi Goldberg... Cuba Gooding Jr. He scraped the bottom of the barrel. John Lovitz, who, by the way, I love John Lovitz, but what are we saying here? You know what I mean? <laughs> the fuck are we talking about? Mr. 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 Bean is in it. You know what? The deeper you get, the better the cast gets. <laughs> Seth Green, Kathy Najima, uh, Smash Mouth, Wayne Knight, hand. Wayne Knight, Dave Thomas, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh my God, I remember that. Fuck. Dean Kane. Hey, rat race rules, brother. <laughs> when Travel did we stop month. talking about the accident? We've been talking for like 29 minutes about the bullshit. <laughs> reading, reading cast. Do Wayne Knight. Let's do travel. <laughs> we should probably do it for Patreon. Travel month? Yeah. We actually, yeah, let's do that. Actually, no, we should. I don't know why we say that. But like, oh, let's give, let's do it for Patreon. The people that pay. <laughs> To hear us talk about horror. We'll talk, <laughs> That's true. That's we'll talk about a rat race. <laughs> it's a mad, mad, mad world. That's true. You gotta pay us to get the horror content. Um, Alright. That's a wrap this week. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, Next week, a very special drop i don't know if we've ever had an actual drop on halloween i don't know next episode is on halloween day and we will be doing halloween resurrection if i wasn't miserable enough <laughs> i can't wait man I can't, i've been wanting joe, to do this for a while joe <laughs> Joe, Listen, don't this you come is, into this buy- telling me it's like the best fucking movie ever. No, 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 no. You I might. fucking hate... I, I, Dude, Halloween is my favorite universe in movies, right? The Which is great, but yeah. <laughs> Resurrection blows. Resurrection is such a bad movie. It's easily the worst Halloween movie. It's so but funny. I- it's... It's a good bad. Like this like I, I would watch a movie like that over a movie like Exorcist Believe. Well, true, true, true. Um it's just so funny. Like I I was talking to somebody or 
maybe it was even James, I forget, but somebody was asking me about like the best franchises in uh, horror movies. And I was like, man, it's kind of weird. Like when you go through them all, like we have, like you kind of realize like some of them are way bigger messes <laughs> than you remember. Like, and they start getting messy at like five and there's like 10 or 12 of them. And you're like, whoa, like from five to 12, you're just fucking, it's rough. And you're like, so like, I really like, I was like thinking about it. I was just, and I thought about this franchise in particular where I was like, man, like, after four, it gets like real fucking sloppy, like real fucking sloppy, real fast. It does, and that's funny because one of the four is not even a Halloween movie, and it's kind of like bearing a load for, for for the franchise at this point, which is wild. Uh, I mean, four is four goes off the rails, but dude, I'm not gonna apologize. We covered five. Five sucks, right? Five, five is five real is stupid. Bad. Five is very. But bad. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching it. I don't think it's a good movie. And six with the coal, the, the coal of thorns. Give that to me. Give- <laughs> oh no, that's like the worst shit. That's like no, dude, no, dude. It's you know good. what? Maybe I'll do a full watch through this week. All right, I'll, I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna do it with you. All right, all right. Yeah, Meaning, we'll I'll watch everything up. To, we'll do everything so that we could have we could have everything in our mind for resurrection and not critical not not a critical watch a a fun one like fun watching like just watching it to have a blast yeah okay that sounds good all in all right so that's it we got halloween resurrection next week and then we're going to start cannibal month which will be fun cannibal month or cannonball run month (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) everyone's like please no Everyone's like, God damn it. I hate this show so much. <laughs> well, you'll see what you're going to get. It's either going to be Cannonball Run Month or Cannonball Month. We should draw from a hat. We should leave it up to Destiny. Whatever we draw, we have to do an episode on. Each week. Or we do the D'Amato, uh, whatever. What was the other guy? Uh... Uh, Maddie. Maddie. D'Amato Maddie setup. Each week, alternate weeks. <laughs> Which is better? Cannibal that Apocalypse sounds- going toe to toe with Rat Race. <laughs> I'm all for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. All right. Uh, Cannonball Run. Um, I don't know. I don't want to. Okay. We got to end this. Um, submit your things for the contest Sean at IHateHorror.com uh, That's it Facebook.com slash IHateHorror Instagram at IHateHorror IHateHorror.com <laughs> guess you could go there if you want <laughs> uh, And you know what I, I, I keep forgetting to say this And I've forgotten for the last like three years But uh, you know go rate review And uh do that stuff on iTunes and send me an email, Sean at I hate horror.com, and I'll send you free stickers if you do that. So do that. I, I shouldn't mention that more often because I, I literally have it in like years. So yeah, uh, do that. It'll be fun. Um, and then we'll see you guys next week for Halloween resurrection. Um, thank you to Joe. Thanks to all of you for listening for Joe. This is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I
Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster. You go 